It is 19 minutes before the hour here on Drunk Large Radio Show. What am I, Richie K. Mooney? Time has come. Time is gone. No, Myra K. Mooney, will you please go now? You can go by cow. Just go now. <laughs> and on the question of should I stay or should I go is this question of recounts. Um, there are races that I'm looking at that if I were the candidate or consulting the candidate, I, I would go through the process of a recount. And if for no other reason, then when it's as close as it is, people want confirmation that there wasn't a mistake. And this is one of the great virtues of the system that we have here for voting in the state of New Hampshire, unlike in many states where there is absolutely a paper backup. And I can tell you, having been through a number of recounts, when you open the when you open those boxes and you look at those ballots, it is a different world. It's amazing what people do with ballots. And there's a process that you have to go through. I mean, the number of ballots cast should be equal to the number of people who showed up. One of the things that would get checked in a recount is a verification that the number of physical ballots that were given out and run through that machine were the number of people who showed up. Now, there are spoiled ballots. What's a spoiled ballot? You look down, you go, oh, crap, I voted for the wrong person. You go get the ballot inspector. The ballot inspector takes your ballot, gives you a new one. They record that, okay? Um, but there are there are other things get looked at. Uh, in Ward 2, for example, where there is the question of a recount, if I remember correctly, there were nine ballots that the moderator, nine absentee ballots that the moderator refused to count. I'm not saying the moderator did anything wrong. I'm not saying there's anything nefarious. But if you've got a 20-vote spread and you've got nine ballots that you know were not counted, and it's going to be reviewed, maybe a review of those uncounted ballots will lead to some of those ballots being counted. Okay. The other thing you find, and one of the things I mentioned in the news story, is the number of times blank voted. See, because what happens is if there's a race and nobody casts a, you know, nobody fills in the circle, then the number of blanks voted in a race is how the machine records it. So between Debbie Lang, if you didn't like Debbie Langton and you didn't like David Scannell, or you didn't care about the school board, so you didn't vote, and you see a lot of what's called ballot fall off as you go down ballot. You know, how many times did I knock on a door for people to say, oh, well, you know, I don't really pay attention to the schools. My kids don't go, you know, my kids are growing and out of the house, right? Okay. Well, unless you do something to clue that voter in about why they need to pay attention to the schools, they're probably, if they go out and vote, going to leave the school board races empty. Well, if you're standing on their doorstep, you want to give them a reason to go out and vote for you. But according to the uh, machine, 304 times in Ward 2, the Ward school board race did not have a ballot or did not have a vote cast. I'm getting a massage here. Hold on a second. 
Okay. Oh, looks like my day just opened up. Um, <laughs> so what you find in a recount, though, is that sometimes where the machine doesn't think a ballot was cast is because the ballot was improperly marked. For example, you see this a lot of time on absentee ballots that are cast by elderly voters. They might have used a pencil to fill in the ballot and they didn't make it dark enough. That would be seen as a blank ballot by the machine or they it's got to be a number two pencil. Maybe they used a number one pencil or a number four pencil. Maybe they used a red crayon. They did something that the machine is not capable of reading, but you can look at the piece of paper and you can see clearly that the voter intended to cast a ballot. Sometimes what you see in a recount is instead of filling in the circle, like the directions say, they used a, 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 you know, a fine point pen or a pencil. And instead of filling in the circle, they put a, a check mark. They put a check mark. And the machine couldn't read the check mark. But it's clear that a mark was made in favor of a candidate. There are also situations where the voter should have gone to the ballot inspector and said, oh, crap, I screwed up. Could I have a new ballot? But what they do is <laughs> they fill in the wrong oval and then they put a great big X through it. Or they write a note as if the machine can read it, made a mistake, and then they go in and fill a ballot for the person that they, uh, the, the, the oval for the person that they meant to. Well, the machine doesn't know what to do with that because it's reading two votes. It's called an overvote. Okay, and it's read as a blank because the machine cannot reconcile both of the candidates being, um, being voted for. It doesn't see the difference between filling in the oval and then putting a great big X through it and then filling in the other oval. So the machine goes, ha, huh, no vote here. So you're talking about 20 votes out of 2,200 cast with 304 alleged blank ballots, which you cannot confirm or blank until you actually look at them. And in the hand count, Langton picked up three, or the, the, yeah, the hand count, she picked up three, Scandal picked up one, and believe it or not, that two votes could make all the difference in the world. So I would call on W. Langton to go for the recount, because even if the recount verifies the result, she can say with confidence to the people who have backed her, not just in that election, but over the many years, that the result is the result, and they would have closure. I have a call. I haven't opened Facebook yet. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Rich, it's Albert. Hey, Albert Jernigan. Uh, a ballot inspector in Ward 6, right? Yes, yes, I am. All so, right, so I'm, am I I'm right? I'm kind of calling you up. Go ahead. Yes, you are. So tell me more. Hello? So sorry, Rich. I'm just calling to validate your uh, your your input on the ballots as, as, um, as I count and stack ballots and verify you know, the, the counts. I, I see everything that you exactly said on those ballots in the counts I had, you know, over the over Tuesday. There was people who crossed them off, you know, we did another one. 
Uh, you had people who filled in names. You had people who um, just made X's and no circles. You had um, you had people who put vulgar language on them. So <laughs> there's a, there, everything that you see is there. So though it, it, I mean, I I understand the process, but when you just ver- when you just talk about the counts, both ballots are only counted in, at the station and verified for counts, not for votes. So right. after they go from there, they'll know what happens. But I just wanted to say that everything that you said is exactly that. It, it, it's people just don't have a clue. You know, they don't pay attention, and then they just they just mock whatever, and they move along. So maybe, we should, maybe they should teach you that in uh, high school, how to start voting. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> yeah, because the high schools do everything else so well, huh? Yeah, well, they, you know, it's just basic voting. I mean, 101. You, you do the SAT test in school, what are you going to do? You're going to color the circle, and it's no different. So I hope I, I hope that they do, do do those recounts, and just to see and verify what you're saying is the book the, 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 the ballots are just, they're massacred in there sometimes. Yes, th- this year. Okay, that's Albert. He's a poll worker in Manchester Ward 6. And so what he's saying is, is when they go with, they have to physically count the number of ballots to make sure that it matches the number of people who voted. So they're not counting the votes on the ballots, but they're counting the ballots. And what he's t- telling you is, he sees everything that I've talked about and then some just looking at the balance while they're getting counted. So this is why you do a recount. So if I'm if I'm Debbie Langton in Ward 2, I'm absolutely doing a recount because there is reason to believe, especially with that number of blank ballots and the number of absentee ballots that were cast in that ward. Yeah, there, there's absolutely a reason to believe that that gap uh, could be uh, overcome. In Ward 3, you know, you're Patrick Long. Yeah, you got to have the recount. Seven votes? That is that is that is absolutely an overturnable margin. You can argue over whether or not you're going to get 20 votes. I think you can. But you got to do it for 3 votes, I mean for 7 votes. If I'm um if I'm uh, Peter McCone in Ward 6 and I'm not going to be popular in Republican circles for saying this, but if I'm Peter McCone in Ward 6, I'm I'm absolutely calling for a recount. You know, 2,300 votes cast in that race. He lost by 25? 1153 to 1128. 198 right, 198, uh, uh, there were four write-ins and there were uh, one write-in, I'm sorry, and 198 blanks. I I absolutely got to do the recount if I'm Peter McCone. He got hammered in the primary. And he, he, you know, he came back. Absolutely, if I'm Peter McCone, I'm looking to do that. And uh, it's 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 a statistically relevant um, margin. And then I go back to the school board. I might, if even if I'm John DePietro, who lost by fifty votes out of about twenty three hundred cast, running for school board in Ward Six, there were two hundred and forty one blanks there. There were a total of twenty four hundred eighty ballots cast in that school board race. Two hundred and forty one blanks, three write ins. He's 50 votes off the pace. Honestly, do I think you're going to overturn a 50-vote margin there? Probably not. I'd say the odds on that one are long. But who knows? <laughs> Maybe there could be another counting mistake in the recount like there was in the mayor's race two years ago. Where the city clerk realized that there was a, 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 a probable mistake in Ward 1. Because what happens in a recount is they actually take the ballots for each candidate and they put them in stacks of 25. 
and they pile up the stacks of 20 and then they count the stacks of 25 and if and and they individually count everything that is uh, in the final stack that if it doesn't make it to 25 right well they miscounted the stacks of 25 for ward 1 which gave Joyce Craig 25 more votes in ward 1 than she actually got so Ted Gattis's real margin of victory 2 years ago was 89 votes the city clerk himself said there was a mistake we don't want to recount the ballots we just want to verify the stacks and the board of recount which makes the decision on all the challenge ballots. Because when you sit there, what happens in a recount is the person, there's a member of the clerk staff who reads the ballot and presents it to an observer for each campaign. This is a vote for Deborah Langton. If both parties agree, it gets put in Deborah Langton's pile. If either party disagrees, it becomes a challenge ballot, and all of the challenge ballots are presented to the Board of Recount, and the Board of Recount rules as to who it's a vote for, if anybody. And that's when you look at the piece of paper and you try to figure out what the voter was trying to do. So if you see both circles filled in, but a big blank X through it, or sometimes I've seen the write-in circle filled in, with the candidate with a candidate whose name is on the ballot. So they maybe wrote in Deborah Langton and it counted as a write-in. Well, the Dave Scannell people may say, oh no, no, the voter didn't intend to do that. I disagree. Okay, that's a challenge ballot. It goes to the border recount. The border recount rules. Did they vote for Deborah Langton or did they not? People do all kinds of strange things on ballots, I'm telling you. So the border recount told the city clerk well no those aren't the rules where are we nope they said no so we couldn't they couldn't go back and just verify the stack count in ward one (laughs) anyway so who knows you could have a stack count go bad and the uh (laughs) border recount refused to look at it you could pick up 25 votes in a heartbeat (laughs) so and if i'm jim burkish in ward nine you know, 24 votes out of 1,800 cast. And in Ward 9, let me see. Uh, in that race, there were 122. Uh, there were 100 and uh, there's one right in and 122 blanks. So, you know, out of over 1,800 votes cast, there's a 24, 24 vote difference. You've got to do the recount. You've got to do the recount. You've got to make sure that the paper ballots actually reflect what the machine said. And the machines, by the way, are typically pretty accurate. You know, usually what happens in a recount, but not always, usually what happens in a recount is the number of votes go up for both participants because a number of mismarked ballots weren't read. You know, um, but... When it's that close, I know if it were me, I'd do the recount. If for no other reason than to be able to say to the people who worked so hard to support me, we took a second look just to make sure it is what it is. Thanks for your support. So we know we got one recount in Pat Long. Will McCone, Burkish, and Langton file? Frankly, I hope so. Because mistakes happen, and the last thing you want mistakes to lead to is the wrong person being elected. This is Gerard at Large.